Hi friends, welcome to the Start Thriving podcast, where trauma survivors come to thrive. Each week we will explore topics surrounding self-discovery, emotional processing, and reclaiming your power from past trauma. I am your trauma healing, deep feeling, coffee sipping, nervous system regulating host, Chelsea Bartell. I am so happy to guide you home to yourself. Hi friends, welcome back to the Start Thriving podcast. I am so excited for you to be listening to this today because this is a topic that I am very passionate about, very excited to talk about. Um, But first, I just want to ask if you've been enjoying my podcast, please do leave a review. First of all, it's so nice to read. Secondly, it helps us get to more people who need mental and emotional health support or education or want to feel a sense of belonging. It helps them find community. So if you've enjoyed this podcast, please do leave a review, share it with your friends, share it on social media. I'll be resharing anything that you tag me in. Um, Yeah, and beyond that, let's get into it. I'm just going to say it for what it is. I am tired done, exhausted by the idea of people continuing to call mental disorders and illnesses, mental disorders and illnesses. I'm talking like anxiety disorder, attention deficit, hyperactive disorder, um, obsessive compulsive disorder, bipolar disorder, post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, it's, it's ridiculous, right? And it sounds uncomfortable. And I don't know what happens in your body when I say the word disorder or mental illness. Um, But for me, I shudder. And it hurts. And I cringe. And it feels heavy. It feels like the walls are closing in. It feels like the pit in my stomach has grown roots and and keeps me still. It's uncomfortable, isn't it? And I'm sure if you are someone who has been told by a doctor or mental health professional that you have a disorder or a mental illness, it feels like your freedom was taken away feels like your power was taken. It feels like you will forever be classified and organized as someone who has a mental illness or disorder, right? I'm tired of that. I'm tired of that because they are not disorders. They are not illnesses, and they certainly are curable. But when you get a label that feels like that, when you get classified, when you get written down on a piece of paper and filed away as someone with a disorder or mental illness, you feel like it's never going to leave you, like it will forever be on your record. Now, here's the beef I have with that. 
these are not disorders or illnesses. Because you know what these are? You know what anxiety disorder is and obsessive compulsive disorder is and post-traumatic stress disorder is and bipolar disorder is. The list goes on, right? You know what each of those are? Intelligent responses to traumatic events. Let me say that again. Intelligent survival responses that have kept you safe from traumatic overwhelming, painful events. These are beautiful responses. And I know that they don't always feel beautiful. I understand that. But what I'm saying is that they are the response to something painful happening to you. And if we treat this like a life sentence, if we treat it like we are permanently broken or disordered or ill for the rest of our lives, we will never find healing. We will never find resolution. We will never take our power back. I'm sorry for any professional that made you feel limited by a disorder. I'm sorry that they misunderstood the intelligence that courses through you, that has helped you to survive, that has helped you to overcome, that has helped you to adapt in the face of painful events. I am so sorry because they were so wrong. You are so brilliant and wonderful at surviving, magnificent at adapting, amazing at overcoming, and the more that we treat disorders as life sentences and full stops, the less room there is for us to heal. And I don't want to live in a world like that. I don't want to live in a world where someone tells me that I can't. Where someone tries to take away my freedom, my capacity, my potential to grow and overcome and become something new. I don't want that. And I know that if you're here, that that if you have been attracted to any of my content, that you feel the same. That you resonate with this. The truth is that you are so limitless that it's kind of (laughs) scary. Because you can do anything that you desire. You can become anyone that you want. Now, I'm getting off on a little bit of an inspirational tangent. But my point here is that we need to stop making monsters out of mental illness because that's not the truth and mental disorders it's it's just not the truth these are responses to painful happenings these are symptoms of something much deeper of something much bigger of something much more painful and 
when we only treat the symptom, we never heal the actual wound, right? It's like if you cut off um, a rose, right? If you cut off the rose head, there's still all the roots in the ground. There's still the rest of the plant living and alive and that's resilient and is going to come back, right? So if you're just cutting off the part that you can see or if you're just trying to medicate the part that you can see or if you're just trying to put a band-aid on what you can see, you're not getting to the real root cause. So you will never fully heal. And it's no wonder that we haven't fully healed because all that we have been doing is, is perpetuating symptom-based healing. All that we have been doing is trying to attack and, and heal the symptom when in reality, the roots just go so much deeper, right? Because you weren't born with anxiety. You weren't born with OCD. You weren't born with bipolar disorder. There were events in your life that happened to you that changed you. That forced you to become someone, something different, and behave in a new way to survive your environment. Because you are beautiful and brilliant at surviving and overcoming. Okay? So, what I'm asking for here, or what I'm preaching about here, is that the whole mental health system needs a reform. Because right now, as it stands, they're profiting on our staying stuck on our negligence of addressing the root cause. And it's, let me reframe, um, it's not our negligence, right? It's their negligence of explaining and educating and helping us understand that there is a root cause to begin with, okay? Let me hop off this soapbox for just a second, take a breath. I'm feeling my nervous system start to get really amped up and really excited, um, okay, my point being that the root cause lies in the things that happened to you as a child or the things that didn't happen for you. It was in how often your parents showed up for you, how they supported you how they encouraged you, how they belittled you, criticized you. Were your parents absent? Um, did they drink alcohol in your presence? Did they do drugs in your presence? Um, did they involve you in, in matters that were above your head? Meaning, like, if your parents separated, did your parents involve you in the middle of that, you know? Go tell your dad that he hasn't paid his child support. Or tell your mom that she forgot to drop off your clothes. Or that I want my sofa back. You know. Did they involve you in matters that were too big for you as a child? Did you have to attend to your parents' needs to feel loved and important and needed? Was your parent emotionally immature 
and they projected that onto you? Did you grow up in a chaotic environment where you were always watching your parents argue or fight? Um, Did you have a narcissistic figure in your life? So you were the scapegoat. You were always the bad thing. You were always being blamed for all this family dysfunction. And when you spoke up about it, you got shut down. Like, what happened to you? Okay? It's, we have to stop asking that question. We have to stop asking what's wrong with you and start asking what happened to you. That question gives you your freedom back. That question gives you your power back. Because that lends itself to the idea that there are things that have happened to you that have led to who you are currently. And that's the truth. Everything that you have been through and overcome and survived and adapted to, all the pain that you have somehow managed to come out on the other side of, has changed you. And when we ask the question, what's wrong with you? That leaves no room for compassion. It leaves no room for understanding. It leaves no room for the potential that there, that there are things that happen to you, that there are painful things that made you the way that you are currently. Now, when we're able to ask that question of what happened to you, we can then identify the ways that this has changed and shifted and adapted your behavior, okay? Because once we get to the behavior of all of it, we're then able to move it. And what I mean by that is, um, so the ways that you had adapted, right? The ways you adapted to your environment, to your caregivers, to the, the way your needs were met, the way you were supported. Um, when you adapted to that, you created survival mechanisms that helped you survive that environment, right? And now those survival mechanisms are still activated. They're still running. They're still believing that they have to survive an environment that they may no longer be in anymore, right? Because when these things happened in our childhood, it made sense. It made sense for us to do what we did. Um, it It made sense for us to behave the way that we did. But now in your life, you have choice. You're likely living not with your parents. Um, You're choosing your career. You choose how you eat. You choose the company that you keep. You choose the relationships that you have. And if we go into those experiences with previous survival mechanisms, let's just say that those situations won't turn out the ideal way that we want them to, right? They'll start to look a whole lot like the past. That is because our skills and our tools were crafted to navigate the past. They have not been crafted or updated to navigate a new kind of future, okay? Now, (laughs) if you're still following all those metaphors, what I'm saying is that All of this comes back to your nervous system, okay? Because your nervous system is influenced by the environments, by the uh, closeness, the emotional closeness, the presence of the people in your life, 
um, events that were big or painful or stressful for you. Your nervous system is shaped by all of those things, okay? And it is now retelling and replaying that story because it doesn't know that it's in a different time, in a different space, with different freedom and with different choice. Okay. This is why we have to start any kind of mental health work in the nervous system. Because it first needs to know that we are not in the same place that we were. We are not that seven-year-old child that saw our parents get divorced and fight and you know, we had to step in and take responsibilities that were too big for us. We're not that seven-year-old child anymore. We have much more freedom and choice over ourselves now. But our nervous system doesn't know that, right? Because our nervous system is being communicated to in a nonverbal way, right? So we need to provide nonverbal cues that show it that it is safe now, okay, so that it can re-attune to this environment, you know, so it can update its skills and its tools to better fit the needs of your life now. All in all, where I think I'd like to bring this to a close is that you are a brilliant, beautiful, intelligent navigator of all of the painful things that have happened to you and it's okay that where you're at now is difficult it's okay that it doesn't always make sense it's okay that you feel like you're fighting yourself it's okay that you feel like you're surviving day in day out it's okay And it makes sense. You make sense. All the behaviors that you fight and that you shame yourself for make perfect sense. Okay. With that, they can be updated. They can be healed. You can learn new skills. You can shift to adapt to your current environment, to the way you want your life to look, not based on the way that your life used to be. (laughs) If that excites you, if that lights you up, if you're ready to step into a different version of yourself, a safer version of yourself, a version of you that feels powerful and free and calm and joyful, then you can apply to work with me. I currently am taking five people into my program, Expand. And what Expand does is it helps you to expand the skill set of your nervous system. So we will explore in depth the ways that your nervous system has responded to past trauma. We will learn its triggers. We will learn its 
um, behaviors and patterns and the ways that it adapted to the environment that it used to be in. And once we have mapped all of those out, then we start to... Mm, how do I put this? We start to trace them back to the root. And we learn how to be with them in that space. We learn how to heal them in that space. We learn how to give ourselves what we didn't get. We learn how to give ourselves what we needed. And we learn how to give ourselves the resolution that we have been craving. I know that you're done suffering. I know that you're good and fucking tired of being anxious and depressed and moody and unable to feel like you're in the driver's seat of your experience. I know that's how you feel. I was there for years and years and it was so exhausting. I mean, God, I cried more in that one year than I think I did in my whole life. I, I didn't even know who was looking back at me in the mirror. I didn't feel safe even when I was in the presence of people that felt the safest. I didn't know who I was. It was lost. I was on edge. I was insecure. I was ashamed. I didn't want to take up space. I didn't want to be loud. I didn't want to be messy or playful or myself. I was so scared and Through the process that I teach you and expand, you'll be able to trace all of these triggers back to their initial root cause. And we'll be able to regulate the nervous system in that space so that we release those patterns. So that we open ourselves to a new way of being. A new way of behaving. A new way of living life. This is the most exciting program that I've created yet, and I only have five more spaces available. So if this is you, if you're committed to reclaiming your joy, your power, your freedom, please apply now. I cannot wait to hold space for you and guide you home to yourself. Now, one more thing before we go. I'm making this a habit. Let's regulate. Take a moment with me, and I want you to get curious. I want you to stop what you're doing. I want you to slow down. I want you to be still for a minute. And I want you to notice what's going on in your body. What do you feel? Is there tightness? Is there tension? Where do you feel contracted? 
once you've found that space, I want you to just focus on it. And you don't have to engage with it. Just just focus on it. Know that it's there. Okay? See if you can describe it. Does it have a color? Does it have a shape? Does it have an age? Just focus on it. Now, what I want for you to do is to ask it. What do you need from me? How can I support you right now? What are you trying to show me? And likely, you'll receive an answer that you weren't expecting, or that maybe you've been avoiding. Maybe something that makes you a little panicked, and that's okay. But the most important part here is that we're listening, that we're compassionate, that we're open to exploring. Now that you've got your answers, that you've listened to this part of you, I want you to send it love. I want you to send it warmth. I want you to focus on it and imagine that it slowly begins to unfold, untangle, unravel itself. itself, it reveals a beautiful white light. This white light is a part of you that had been hiding under that pain. Because these beautiful, warm parts of ourselves are just cloaked in fear. They hide because they don't know if they are safe or not. And what you did for yourself right now 
by curiously exploring, by giving this part your attention, is you let it know that it's safe to be. You let it know that it is safe to come forward, that is safe to be loved and seen by you. I want you to amplify this light. Imagine turning up the volume until its warmth touches your body from head to toe. And it's okay if this image isn't that clear or if you feel like parts of yourself are resisting it, that's okay. The point is that we're showing up. The point is that we're trying. And once this light has warmed your whole body, it's time to take a deep breath in. And slowly release. You may feel a new awareness, a new sense of calm, a sense of play, your joy returned to you. Love it. Take care of it. 